Hey, homemakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. Welcome back for another Homemaking Basics episode. We're continuing this series. Um, If you're new here, newish here, um, I am currently on maternity leave. I either have a baby or I'm very patiently waiting for one to arrive. So basically, I'm just kind of brain dumping everything that I know. Well, not everything, but just things that I think would be really helpful for those of you who need help with the basics because I do feel like mostly I have the basics down and I've had a lot of you reach out to me and say that that you need help with these things and I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. I think a lot of us um, were not necessarily trained in the way that our mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers were because of this new age of convenience that we live in that really kind of started flourishing in the 50s. And um, a lot of us are referring to it as the lost art of homemaking now because it really is beautiful and important and um, even biblical to to be a homemaker. And we're talking about what that really means in lots of different components. So today, I'm really going to try and keep this one under 30 minutes, but I need you to know it's going to be hard for me because we're talking about improving your cooking skills, and I am very passionate about cooking. I feel like every homemaker has a few um, or or maybe many skills that they are specifically really good at or or really enjoy. Um, and for me, that is cooking and baking. That was really something that really got me into homemaking is um, cooking and baking. And um, I truly love it. I grew up with a mother who cooked Um, I worked in restaurants before I became a homemaker. I took culinary classes in high school, and it's just always been a really big part of my life. And once I got married, I really got into it because I had someone to cook for, and that just really elevated everything for me. I have learned over the past couple years, I used to be really nervous to cook for people because, uh, I don't know, I didn't, I, I just didn't know, I mean, you're your own worst critic with anything that you create. And I just felt like I wasn't very good. But over time, I have just really loved cooking for people, having people over, or um, when we're meeting up with friends, bringing them a loaf of fresh bread. It is just such a delight to me. It's I just think it's such a, a beautiful love language. So anyway, since I've become a homemaker, cooking and baking has actually become a bit more of a necessity. And I think many of you are probably in the same boat as well. When you're living off of one income or one income and a small supplement, maybe you have a side business or something like that, um, you really, you just can't afford a lot of um, extra conveniences like eating out several times a week and even buying um, a lot of convenience foods, pre-made meals, things like that. Um, And regardless, it's, I mean, it's such a waste of money. And in most of, 
and it's mostly not good for your health. So, um, I mean, the way that I think about it, like I said, I worked in restaurants for several years and a restaurant's goal mostly is to maximize their profit. And a huge way to do that is for them to get the cheapest ingredients they possibly can while not compromising the flavor of a dish. So think about it that way when you're going out to eat, unless you're going to this like fancy farm table organic restaurant that really prides themselves, which I imagine the cost of that is very much higher. Um, but whenever you go out to eat, you're probably getting the lowest quality ingredients. And obviously I'm not trying to shame you. My husband and I go out to eat, um, probably once a week right now. And there have been times in our lives, like before we had kids and when we both worked, we would get Uber Eats and I just cringe because, oh my goodness, it's so expensive to get Uber Eats. Um, but I'm not, you know, like shaming going out or buying or, or, um, any kind of like special diet and saying, if you want to be a traditional homemaker, like you have to use the best ingredients and you have to cook all your meals from scratch. Like that's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm just, I, I really think it's a beautiful way to, well, first of all, I guess my mentality with, with all things homemaking is a lot of these things you're going to have to do anyway. Okay. A lot of us are forced into cooking because we just simply can't afford, um, to eat out all the time. And so why not really embrace it and, and turn it into a way of life? Um, and that will look different, um, for every, every homemaker, of course. So I'm not trying to box you in, in any way. I'm just, like I always say, I'm just giving you things to think about. Um, and you are free to disagree and you are free to, take the, you know, take, take what you want and leave the rest. Um, I think from scratch cooking and baking is such a beautiful way to embrace that slow living lifestyle that a lot of us are after as homemakers. Um, you are going to feel so much more connected to your food and you will learn so much and be able to teach your children so much as well. I have found that as well. Um, I remember before um, I became a mom, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was really kind of worried about, um, you know, I, I I was worried about not being able to cook and bake as much. And it's actually not been the case. I mean, there there have definitely been seasons of like, you know, when she was a newborn, I didn't feel like cooking at all. <laughs> um but nowadays, um, just this afternoon, we baked banana bread together and it was so fun. Granted, she's not quite two, so she can't really do a whole lot. Um, but she likes to play with utensils and kind of watch and like she really likes to smell the vanilla and eat the little mini chocolate chips and stuff like that. And it's just really fun. Um, and so um, it's, it's also just a really great way to bless yourself, um, and your family and others. And it's very affordable and loving and even biblical. Um, I talk about this in my free cooking guide, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but there is a quote from Jesus in Matthew. And it says, if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one 
of those little ones who is my disciple. Truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. And I just think that's the coolest thing to think about because as a homemaker, we're making nutritious meals day in and day out for, I mean, the majority of our lives. There, There is not a day where I'm not in the kitchen. And um, I mean, some days are, are longer than others, but most of the time, a huge chunk of my day is spent in the kitchen. And I just think it's so cool to think about, oh, wow, think of what, what do that will do if just a cup of cold water, obviously, we're not trying to, you know, gain any kind of clout in heaven, but um, I just really like that verse. So um, anyway, so if you have been listening to me or following my content for a long time, I used to have a free cooking guide on my other Instagram account. It's really kind of a long story. I won't bore you with, but um, anyway, so I made this cooking guide because I really wanted to share some some whys and hows of getting more involved in the kitchen because like I said I'm so passionate about it and no it it doesn't um it shouldn't define you as a homemaker but I think it's just a really great way to um really gl- grow and flourish as a homemaker and there's just so many there's so many things that cooking can affect in your life it can affect your budget better um it can it can affect how you your the health of your family um whether you choose to be you know grain free or sugar free or whatever regardless of that if you're cooking things from scratch you're going to be a lot healthier than if you are ordering out all the time or ordering prepackaged foods um it's a great way to teach your kids like i was talking about it's a great way to give gifts to people what a special gift to give people um, versus just buying something. Um, so anyway, the free cooking guide, I'm going to link it below for you. And we talk about it. It's short. It's not anything like crazy profound, but, um, it's, I think it would be a good supplement to this episode. And we talk a little bit about if it's sinful to not cook for your family, um, and how it can help you really save money. Um, I have some frugal-minded cooking tips in there, um, some like health in, health information. Um, oh, I talk about how cooking is a really great way to um, be creative in the kitchen and just be creative in general. I have I have learned um, from my very dark days. Um, I've talked about this before, but I've kind of dealt with depression in my um, teenage years and my early 20s and I think a lot of that was that I mean I hate to say it like I'm a creative person because I kind of think that everyone is was made to be creative in some way but I have always been just really kind of that kind of person that really likes to create things especially like with my hands um that's why i've been loving like sewing so much and cooking and baking but for a long time i wasn't creating anything at all ever and i was just consuming you know and i really think that getting being creative making things building things um is so good for your soul and i think that god designed us 
to do that, especially as homemakers. You know, if, if you think about, you know, your husband providing you the means to buy ingredients and then turn it into a beautiful meal, a delicious warm meal um, for your family. You know, you're kind of you're kind of the the beautifier of that process. So you can't have one without the other. So anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. But anyway, like I said in the last episode, these episodes are not meant to cause you stress. I'm not saying in order to be a good biblical homemaker, you have to do these things. Um, like I said a minute ago, I'm just giving you things to think about. We're all about bettering ourselves for the good of our families and ultimately to glorify God. Um, quickly want to talk about how how it's very easy to feel super overwhelmed by some of the homemaking content on Instagram. Like you, you kind of, if once you get immersed into the homemaking community on Instagram, you kind of start to feel like I need a sourdough starter and I need a huge garden and I need all homemade, um, handmade linen clothes and this huge cabinet of essential oils. And I have definitely felt that that pressure before. Um, and it's something that I, that I do struggle with and deal with. And, um, I just encourage you to not, to not feel overwhelmed. (laughs) I know it's easier said than done, but just start where you are. Know that, um, that you, you are a unique situation. Your family is a unique situation. You're a unique person and you don't have to abide by these these, um, certain homemaking trends, you know, um, if you want to bake bread with yeast, then that's fine. You don't have to do this beautiful artisan sourdough. I mean, you can do plenty of beautiful stuff with yeast. I am currently learning right now, but anyway, um, that is a lesson I have learned recently. Um, and I encourage you to do the same. Don't, don't box yourself in as a homemaker, you know, um, Okay, so I'm I'm going to give three ways for you to improve your cooking and or baking skills. We've talked a little bit about why I think it's important. If you get that free cooking guide, I go into a little bit more of the whys behind it in the house. Um, but anyway, these are these are my top three tips for you. And um, if you're wondering my credibility, I mean. I, I guess, I mean, I do think that I am a good cook and I do think that most people would consider me a good cook and I feel very confident in the kitchen. I feel very confident approaching new recipes. I feel like I do know a lot about food. Of course, I mean, I have so much to learn, um, but you know, I guess if you want to know like my credibility, but, but these are the three things that I think would really help you if you're wanting just to be more confident, to have some, some delicious dishes, um, to feel confident enough to cook a meal for a group of people or to bring a loaf of bread over, um, as a gift, something like that. Um, okay. So my tip number one is to do it more. And I know this sounds like kind of a duh, um, point, but 
I guess, okay, here's what I want you to think about. Think about your favorite restaurant dish or baked good that you get somewhere. Um, just whatever it is, you know, um, for me, it's like um, a restaurant I actually used to work at. They have the, they have this amazing um, slow roasted pork shoulder and it had like this balsamic and the, it was just, oh my gosh, so good. Now, think about um, the creator of that dish and he or she didn't just get it right on the first try and make it amazing, right? They probably cooked the same dish over and over and over and over, refining it, making little tweaks, testing out different methods, having others test it and give their feedback. Um, if you want cooking to become second nature, and if you want a dish to become just delicious and perfect, you're going to have to do it a lot. You're going to have to cook a lot and bake a lot. There, there's that quote going around. I always see it about um, successful people and how they've they've just failed more than you. You know, um, people people that are really good cooks. I would totally say that about myself. I am nothing special. I was not born a good cook, like or anything like that. I've simply had a lot of exposure to cooking, and I've I've done it a lot. Um, like I said, I spend the majority of my days in the kitchen. So there's, or you could even think of this like um, when you're learning to drive. This is one of my favorite analogies in learning a new skill. Because I don't know about you, but when I, I remember sitting in the car for the first time, you know, in the United States, you're 15 and you have a permit so you can, um, you can drive with a parent for a year before you actually go and take your driver's test when you're 16. So I remember doing that and feeling so utterly overwhelmed. There's so much to think about. Everything's so hard. There's so many rules. There's so many cars on the road. There's so many pedals and buttons and switches and noises. And then one day, you know, over time, it becomes so easy. You just don't think about it. I mean, I don't think about I don't have to think about, oh, I'm getting, I'm about to get in the right lane, so I better turn on my blinker, you know, um, or anything like that. I, I don't think about that anymore. It is second nature. And that is the idea behind any skill. You're going to have to do it more, commit to it more. So that brings me to point number two, start where you are. Don't be afraid to use a recipe. For several years, I strictly adhered to recipes. I still do sometimes, depending on if I'm trying a new dish or whatever. And, um, but with that being said, over time, I would just kind of glance at them and make changes as I saw fit. Um, look for ways to work on your cooking weekly. Maybe one night you have planned to do a salad with a bottle of ranch. Maybe instead look up a simple homemade ranch recipe and buy the ingredients for that instead of the bottle of ranch. Um, over time, as you learn these skills and, and as they become second nature for you, you will find yourself making entire meals completely from scratch. And of course, like I said, 
you will go through seasons of this. Um, I think about that with my salsa because I make delicious homemade salsa, um, but we still buy jarred salsa a lot of times because I just, it, it, it's not a significant price difference for me to do that. Um, and then, you know, there's always the time and we have this blessing of conveniently prepackaged foods and it's just not a big deal. Um, you know, and plus we eat Mexican a lot. <laughs> That'd be a lot of homemade salsa. But, um, anyway, I know how to do it. It tastes better. It's healthier. It's cheaper. And I do try to whenever possible because we, we all prefer it. Um, anyway, let me check my time real quick. Okay. Last tip, be curious. When you are improving upon any skill, you must approach it with a growth mindset. I talk about this in the free cooking guide. I'm referring to Carol Dweck's mindset book. If you haven't read it, you must. It is a life-changing book. I hear a lot of women say things like, I can't cook, or I'm not a good cook, or I hate cooking. And that mentality is a recipe LOL, for disaster, right? Going into it with that mindset, here's what it'll do. And I say this very humbly because I struggled with um, a very poor mindset for a long time about learning any new skill, um, what Carol Dweck calls a fixed mindset. But basically what happens is you say these things, oh, I hate cooking, I'm really not a good cook, I, I just can't cook, I've never been able to cook, and so you, you know, you maybe you listen to this podcast episode and you're like, all right, fine, I'm going to try and make this pizza crust from scratch, and you go to cook it and it turns out horribly. Maybe it doesn't rise or it doesn't taste good or you burn it or something. And then because you had that horrible mindset, you say, see, I can't cook. I'm not good at it. And then your journey will end there. That is it. Okay. Now let's look at the other scenario. You, you need to have this growth mindset. You need to have a curious mindset. Um, know that you can learn to cook, you can improve, you can be, um, you need to be consistent and persistent. And so you go to cook a pizza crust and it turns out badly and you just say, oh, I wonder what happened. That's weird. And you figure it out and you try it again. And, and, um, I used to have this belief about sourdough. Now, like I said, I'm not saying for you to be a good traditional homemaker, you have to make sourdough, but I just genuinely had a desire to learn how to do it because I, I wanted to make the cool artisan bread with the cool designs and be able to show up to a dinner or Christmas and bring like this beautiful sourdough. I think it's just really cool. But anyway, I, I tried sourdough starter several years ago and it just totally flopped. I couldn't figure it out. Um, and so I just put it down for a long time, but I still, it was always in the back of my mind. I really wanted to do it. And I finally figured it out. And now I make artisan bread and pancakes and all of the sourdough things. And I'm still learning a lot about it. It's taken several years for me to learn. Um, and I still haven't quite figured out the cool designs. I'm, I'm working on it. But um, I see all these beautiful designs of artisan loaf bread, and I just 
I don't know. I, I proof my dough. If, if you're a sourdough expert, tell me, can, if maybe you can reach out and help me troubleshoot because I proof it, um, in the fridge after proofing it, um, at room temp or, or letting it rise at room temp. Then I proof it in the fridge overnight. And I've read that that is supposed to help, but I don't know. Anyway, that's another topic for another day. But anyway, I'm still learning, but but I can make sourdough loaves and they're pretty and they're delicious. And um, you just need to have this understanding that learning new skills takes time and effort. No matter how naturally gifted you are at something, it's it's really important when you mess up a dish, because you will, to make sure you figure out what went wrong. Um, this is actually something that gets a lot easier over time, I have found. I usually know, with the exception of the sourdough designs on the bread, I usually know exactly what I did wrong when something goes wrong. But not always, but usually I'm like, oh yeah, um, this is what I did wrong, or I should have done this instead. Maybe the recipe was bad. Maybe, you know, who knows. Um, but, but really try, this is really going to help improve your cooking faster and your baking faster. If when, when you do mess up, because you will call your friend who can cook or, um, get on the internet and find out what went wrong. Um, be humble, be curious, be persistent, be consistent, be committed. And know that it's going to take time and start small. Um, start where you are. Be curious. Okay, those are all of my tips for how and why to improve your cooking skills, cooking and or baking. Like I said, I'm going to link that free cooking guide below for you. And I hope that this helped you. Please feel free to reach out on my Instagram at happy as a homemaker. And I will talk to you all next week with our next Homemaking Basics episode.